This podcast was recorded live at Life Church Lancashire. For more information on who we are and what we do, visit lifelanks.org. Today is the final part of our Jesus People series. And throughout this series, we've been discovering who are we as the people of God. Uh, We've been looking at Acts chapter 2, the compelling accounts of the early church. And we've been considering what does it mean for, for us as a collective of individuals who put Jesus first. And so we've considered that, that Jesus people, we are people full of the Holy Spirit, that, that we are a, a people of justice, that we're an international people, we're a devoted people, and we're a community of healing. And today, uh, we're going to consider baptism. And um, I've got an amazing object illustration for you at the end. So if what I say doesn't make sense, it will all start to make sense. And so I, I wasn't quite sure how to, how to title this message. All the others seemed to flow really well. So I thought about a people of baptism or a community through baptism. And what I landed on was a dunked people. Yeah. What do you think? Is it going to fly? Let's go with that. So so baptism is is a recurring feature in the book of Acts. Throughout the the, the story of the early church and and ever since, baptism is a recurring feature. And it's it's right at the start in Acts chapter 2 when Peter gets up on the day of Pentecost. He's full of the Holy Spirit and he declares the good news about Jesus. He declares the gospel. And Acts chapter 2 verse 41 tells us the response of the people. Those who accepted his message were baptized, and about 3,000 were added to their number that day. Baptism is a feature we see throughout the early church and in church history through to today. And so today, what we're going to do for those who are getting baptized, and we're cheering you on today, guys, for those who are getting baptized, for those of us who've been baptized, and perhaps those of us who are considering it in the future, we're going to think about what is happening when we get baptized. Why is baptism significant? What is the statement that baptism makes? So the first thing I want us to reflect on this morning is that the baptism says, I belong to Jesus. That's the statement baptism makes. Baptism says, I belong to Jesus. See, the, the ritual of, of baptism predates Christianity. It predates the New Testament. It predates when John the Baptist, guess what he did? When John the Baptist arrived and started baptizing and baptizes Jesus, it originates from the Jewish law. And by the time we um, enter into the New Testament, it was practiced when non-Jews converted to Judaism. They were baptized as a sign of identifying with this new way. They were saying, I belong to this new way. And when, when John and the early disciples adopt this ancient ritual, it continues to be this act of identifying. Saying, I belong not only to this new way, but I belong to the way. And his name is Jesus. And he's the truth and the life. And that's the statement that baptism makes. It says, I'm with him. I'm standing with Jesus. I belong to Jesus. I am his and he is mine. 
And I don't know about you, but I've had times in my life where I felt like I was one of the only Christians in the environment that I was in. I remember feeling like at school in my year, there weren't any other Christians. And it felt a bit isolating and lonely at times. I remember in my first place of work, I felt like I was the only Christian. And I now work here at church, so I'm pretty sure I'm not the only Christian. But I remember it was, it was sometimes isolating. And so I really vividly remember the moment that I saw this image on national TV and national news. This statement that I belong to Jesus. And um, that's the statement you're making today as you get baptized. And our, our YouTube channel doesn't have quite as many followers as the BBC or you know, national newspapers, but that's the statement that you're making today. I belong to Jesus. And the wonder of the gospel is that because of Jesus, we can belong to Jesus. It's because of his sacrifice on the cross and his resurrection to life and his, his defeating death and sin once for all that we can belong to Jesus, that we can make this statement today. As it says in Ephesians 2, verse 13, now you belong to Christ Jesus. At one time you were far away from God. Now you've been brought close to him. Christ did this for you when he gave his blood on the cross. So baptism declares, I belong to Jesus. And secondly, it says, I belong to you. You see, Christianity is not just about me and Jesus. It's not just about my relationship with Jesus, but it's about me and you. It's about my relationship with you. It's about our relationship with each other. And that's why so much of the Bible is written about communities or to communities. So much of the New Testament is written to communities, not individuals. And that's why the church is so brilliant, that we belong to each other. That's why the church is so brilliant and it's not perfect and this church isn't perfect. It's flawed, but it's beautiful and brilliant. And baptism makes that statement. It says, I belong to you. And we read earlier, Acts 2, verse 41, in the first mention in the New Testament and the early church of baptism, it's synonymous with joining the community. Did you hear it? And so they were baptized and added to their number. And, and we, of course, you can be part of this community and not be baptized. And sometimes we baptize people who are from other communities. But the reason that we do this in our gathering together is because this is also about community. This is also saying, I belong to Jesus, but I belong to you, to this beautiful and brilliant body called the church. And um, Paul, the apostle, points to this in Romans 12, verse 4 and 5. Romans 12, verse 4 and 5 says, For just as each of you has one body with many members, and these members do not have all the same function. So he's using the metaphor of the human body to help us understand the body of Christ that we are a part of. He says, for just as each of us has one body with many members, and these members do not all have the same function, so in Christ, those who belong to Jesus, so we, though many, form one body, and each member belongs to all the others. Each member, you might want to just look around for a moment, each member belongs to all the others. 
And when we talk about belonging to each other, we're not talking about ownership. We're not talking about someone possessing or controlling someone. And we're not talking about everybody belonging to one person at the top of a hierarchy. But we're talking about a beautiful community where each one of us choose to give ourselves to each other, to serve each other, to lay down our lives for each other, to love each other, to, to lift each other up in this beautiful expression of love that we call the church. And so baptism is a statement of that. Baptism says, I belong to Jesus. And baptism says, I belong to you. And the third thing I want us to think about this morning, the third statement that baptism makes, the third thing that baptism says, is baptism says, bring it on. Baptism says, bring it on. You see, there's something symbolic that is happening at baptism. There's something symbolic that's happening as we're baptized. And we sang about it earlier today. As we go down into the water, it symbolizes that we're laying down our old life. And then as we come up out of the water, it symbolizes that we're, we're embracing our new life with Jesus. We're embracing a new start with Jesus, a life with Jesus at the center, ready to follow him, ready to look ahead to all that God has in store for us and to say, bring it on. And when we read about the the ministry of John the Baptist in in the very early Gospels, even before Jesus, it it starts his public ministry, we read that he comes preaching a, a baptism of repentance, A baptism of repentance, and repentance means turning away from sin and turning to God. Remember, sin is best understood as a relational word. And so repentance means I'm turning away from a life of rejecting God and and rejecting relationship with God, and I'm turning towards relationship with God. Baptism and repentance says, I'm turning away from a life that puts me at the middle, puts me at the center, and I'm turning towards a life that puts Jesus first. And so baptism, the dunking part, that's as we go down in the water and as we come up out of the water, that's a symbol of repentance. I'm saying goodbye to the old and I'm welcoming in the new. And it's Jesus at the center. And in 2 Corinthians 5, verse 17, Paul writes, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, if anyone belongs to Jesus, the new creation has come. The old has gone. The new is here. Exclamation mark. Did you spot that? See, I, in my opinion, the Bible is not excessive in its use of exclamation marks. I personally am. I don't know if anyone else wants to admit with me, but I sometimes have to go through my emails and just switch a few exclamation marks before stops because you can't put an exclamation mark after every sentence. Just need to tone it down sometimes. But when I look at the Bible, I don't think the Bible is excessive in its use of exclamation marks. So to me, this stands out. The old has gone, the new is here exclamation mark. We're saying goodbye to, to, the, to the life that has been. And so we're saying hello to all that God has. The new has come. 
exclamation mark. This is really exciting, exclamation mark. God's got great things in store, exclamation mark. And even when the inevitable challenges of life come, he's going to be with us, and he's going to hold us, and he's going to sustain us, and he's going to lead us through, exclamation mark. And so our only response, as you guys have caught hold of today, as, as, the, as we come up out of the water of baptism, ready to embrace new life with Jesus, our only response can be, bring it on. Exclamation mark. What do you think? Come on. This is, this is, the, this is the end of our Jesus people series and because we've got so many people being baptized today we made sure we we kind of I'm speaking for just a short time and so this is the end of our Jesus people series and um we enjoyed it it sounds like it because we're we're Jesus people we're a people full of the Holy Spirit we're an international people we're a people of justice We're a devoted people. We're a community of healing. And as we've reflected on today, we are a people who belong to Jesus because of Jesus, who choose to give themselves to each other, who have turned from their old lives, who were made new in Christ, Jesus, and who stand in hopeful expectation of all that God has in store, exclamation mark. Or put more simply, a dunked people. If you found this podcast inspiring and helpful, then we'd love for you to get in touch via at lifelanks on social media or our website, lifelanks.org. Life Church, impacting our neighbours, our nation, and the nations with the good news about Jesus.